episode six of Going Blind Sucks. I'm your host, Destiny Dado, and with me, as always, is my wife, sound engineer and co-host, uh, Joy Masters. Hey. How you doing? I'm okay. Good. Be no, I'm good. I mean, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, today's topics are going to be a little all over the place, uh, as I think they are going to be from here on out. Uh, there aren't too many generic topics. I think it's just going to be whatever's going on this week and uh, a conglomeration of stuff. Uh, so first off, um, one of the things that I kind of wanted to deal with for those people who, and maybe to help out those people who are going blind, but uh, partially those people who are just listeners who have people who are going blind, one of the hardest things for me to explain to other people is what I actually see. Yeah. Because people kind of get like, you know, people say like, oh, tunnel vision. Uh, and not really. Well, sort of. Yeah. I mean... Like, in in the most mathematical terms, I guess, it's tunnel vision, in that uh, I can only see a small circle, but I'm not, it's not like you would envision... Um, Looking through a paper towel tube? Yes. I mean, that's the way people describe it, and that's ultimately what you're able to see clearly, but that is not, I don't see things as though I'm looking through a paper towel tube. Okay. You know, as, as far as I know... I am filling out my visual field. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even though I can only see nine degrees in either eye, as far as I am aware, uh, there's something filling all the degrees. Yeah. Um, but there's not. Like, and I don't know. It's difficult to describe, but like if you put your hand in you know, the middle of your, your face or whatever, and then you slowly move <laughs> it to the side... Um, at a certain point, you can't see your hand anymore. Right. That's but, peripheral vision. Right. But you're not seeing black when your hand disappears. And you're not... And there are islands on the side. So... You have islands on the I side. I have islands on the side. They're not uh, generally islands on the side of you when you're walking around. Right. Okay. Um, that, that's yeah. a different disease. I have, right. I have islands of vision <laughs> in my peripheral. Uh, as, as people... As, you know, some our people tend to have. So I'm aware... Like right now, that to my absolute, uh, you know, extreme right, there's a lamp that is on. And I can see like the whiteness of the lamp, sort of. But Like a glow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I do not see my hand that is in between the middle and the lamp. Uh, and, what I, and I don't even know how to really explain what's happening in that area. The best I can kind of do is that I think my brain is like doing math and just sort of filling it in based on what's, you know, to the left or right of the area that I can't see. Well, they say that's a normal thing. Like if you're walking or going down or up the stairs, you're not always looking directly at the stairs when you're doing it. Your brain sort of fills in mathematically the distance that the next stair is going to be, assuming it's the same distance from the stair that just you just went up. Right. And your brain's guessing to, to a degree. And I guess that's what my brain's doing. But it's not telling me that, like, no, you can't really see there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's very confusing that my hand could go away, but I'm still feeling like I'm seeing something where my hand is, even though I'm not. You know what it makes me think of is when I go into a dark room after not being in necessarily bright room, but you sort of, when you try to open your eyes really wide to bring in as much light as possible, and you know that there's stuff there but you can't quite make it out? Is it something... I don't know. that It just feels like that's what it... It feels the same to me. 
Not really, because there you're getting a, a sense of something. You know, whereas like... Um, well, you said you're getting a sense of something, right? Right, but in, in that middle area, like anything that's physically there, in between the middle and the very peripheral island thing, mm-hmm. um, anything that's physically there is a complete and total guess. You know, like if I, if I were staring straight at your face and at a 45 degree angle, a jaguar was attacking me. If it was quiet. And I didn't react. And you didn't react. <laughs> you didn't see it. I, I didn't. Okay. You, you had no information. Like yeah. you were staring directly into my eyes, did not right. see the jaguar that was approaching at 45 degrees. Um, I would not know that that jaguar, uh, there wouldn't be like a hint of the jaguar. There's just no okay. jaguar. All right. Um, so it's not that there's, a, it's not that like, you know, you're getting bits and pieces of it, but not all of it. There's physically nothing there, but there's some math equation that your brain's doing that's going, well, I'm just going to sort of like blur out that area <laughs> and fill it with, you know, what's on the left and the right of it. But that's not what you're seeing. It's just like your brain can't handle not seeing stuff. Is basically what I think is happening. It needs to know. Yeah. And even if it has to make it up. It, right. So it can pretend to know what's happening. Right. My brain, at least at the point that I'm at, is not like, oh, no, I'm going to put it in black where I don't see stuff. It's like, I'm going to just confuse the hell out of you. Um, now, I know that I am not the only one going through this. So part of the reason that I bring it up is because, please, for the love of God, somebody email me and tell me how to explain it better. Because... <laughs> I because clearly we are many minutes into this and uh, I have not five or six we're five minutes into this and I have not done a very good job at all of explaining I thought it it was pretty good because I mean I even when I try to explain to other people because they always look at me like but like before you had your cane they're like but he doesn't he doesn't even wear glasses like you didn't wear glasses at the time you didn't have a cane and they're like um so does he you're a liar you're a dirty liar Well, and that's the thing is, is that it's hard to explain. And they're like, oh, but he can see. It was like, yes, but it's, it's so limited. And you, I don't know why, but I'm fighting for your, (laughs) for for you to be more handicapped than what they think, because I want them to understand that this is hard for I am more handicapped than they think. (laughs) Well, that's true. Yeah. But, and, and they just like, when we were telling your grandma. Yeah. And she, we were trying to figure out where, because it is genetic, we were trying to figure out where it came from. And she's like, but nobody in my family wore glasses. Well, Dustin at that time doesn't wear, didn't wear glasses either. And she just couldn't figure out who it was. And everybody tended to, to die young in that family. So I think yeah. that, you know, being these old school Italians, they were just like, ah, come here, come closer, step in front of me, stand in front of me when you're talking to me kind of thing. Yeah. And didn't know that um, they actually couldn't see to the side. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. Like, yeah, the, I mean, especially like the old Italians from like, like where my grandfather grew up. Yeah. Like, they're not going to tell you about their weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the thing is, even if they, It'd stab you even if they were, <laughs> no, like <laughs> the town that he grew up in barely had running water, let alone like an optometrist with, <laughs> you know, like, or whatever. Knowing that this rare disease existed even. Yeah. So, you know, you, it wasn't going to happen. It was right. just the way you discovered you had it was you got hit by a bus. <laughs> and you know, and you're like, oh, I, I, I didn't see that bus coming. So clearly, well, I no, have something wrong. Well, no, they were probably wrong. saying that you weren't paying attention. That's what they would probably say to you. Yeah, you weren't paying attention, you dummy. Why'd you right. let the bus but, hit you? But I'm assuming that like the bus hit you, you died, you went to heaven, and then you were like, excuse me, heaven, but um, <laughs> why did I not see the bus? And then the bus is like, oh, okay, because you have this thing. Oh, the bus would say that. So the yeah. bus is in heaven too. <laughs> yes. 
yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. Okay. There's a whole re- end reenactment <laughs> scene that, like, it, listen, I don't have, uh, I don't have heaven fully understood. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I don't know exactly what happens when you die, but I am pretty confident that the thing that kills you tells you why you died. Okay. That's what. <laughs> That is, that is my understanding of so the So hold on a second. So if you were shot, would the gun tell you or would the person... No, the bullet would tell you. Oh, the... Oh. Yeah, the bullet is... Because the, the gun didn't you. kill you. It's the, no. it's the bullet. Right. No, you're right. I was wrong on that one. I'm yeah. sorry. Now, I don't know how more, more complicated <laughs> it gets if it's something more... Like if you choke on a cherry pit, does the cherry pit come and tell you? Yeah, no, it does. Hey, dude, I choked you. Yeah, but I'm not sure if like if you have like... Like cancer or something like that, if like the cancer comes oh, out or God. whatever. Oh, gross. No, I know, isn't it? It's horrible. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't like. We well, went too far. Perhaps. Perhaps <laughs> we did. So basically, what we were saying, and me, uh, I, I am you, us, we are saying that it's hard to to explain this thing. Yeah. And uh, hard to get sympathy for it. <laughs> well, no, that's. I mean, that sort of well, leads us into it's not sympathy, but I mean, just an understanding, so that when you oh, like today on the subway, or not? Can I tell you? Yeah. Or is that too? Um, I noticed, but only after it happened, because you weren't. When I'm with you, you tend not to use your cane, which is totally cool. There was a dude right inside the door when we were getting on the train the other day. It was yesterday, I believe. Friday, whatever, doesn't matter. And um, he had his arm in a sling, so there was something wrong with his shoulder, I think, because you had, I think. He w- didn't move on, in your defense, he was blocking the door. Yeah. And um, you pushed through, I think, and might have nudged his shoulder, and he had this look of anguish on his face, and then it shot you a dirty look. And I wasn't sure if that's exactly what happened, because it looked, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, and when he was leaving, he also, like, touched you, was like, just stay there. Like, okay. And you didn't, again, see that. So, it's, um, I, I wanted to yell at him and say, you don't understand! <laughs> I know he doesn't have sunglasses on, and I know he's not carrying a cane right now, but he's totally blind, and he didn't know he hit you. He didn't know you were injured. Don't be mad at him. He's a he's a victim in this too. But I didn't. And that is because he also looked pretty scruffy. Like maybe the reason why he was hurt was was he gotten into some stuff? Yeah, he had a scratch on his nose too. Telltale Uh, signs of a bully. Yeah, (laughs) a gangster, a gangster bully. I'm going too far now. Go ahead, you start talking. (laughs) Again, okay. So, <laughs> so he had a Tommy gun underneath <laughs> his. It was hidden in his in his sling. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, it, then, yeah. They then make them smaller now. You should tell me about it's somebody with a Tommy gun on the subway from now on. Okay, I will. Um, I promise. <laughs> no, I mean, and that is, I mean, that's partially why I started using the cane to begin with was to tell people, hey, I have issues. Right. Uh, <laughs> I had actually gotten into a philosophical discussion uh, with somebody the other day um, regarding sort of like. Who's at fault uh, if a if a blind person hurts somebody else oh. or something like that, like accidentally? And I said the rule that I go by is if I'm not using my headphones and I am using my cane, nothing's my fault. Right. Because like I'm doing everything that I can to keep from walking into something. So if I accidentally walk into somebody, I'm not saying it's their fault. It's not but, yours. But it's not mine. Um. But if I'm not using my cane, or if I have my headphones on, or if I'm distracted by something else, then I am capable of being at fault. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Because the cane is not only to help seeing impaired people 
from for navigating the sidewalks of New York and anywhere else that they go and so they don't fall downstairs but it's also to alert other people saying hey this big white cane with reflective orange tape means you need to you need to watch out yeah and this is your responsibility now not just mine right probably more so yours because I'm also big it's hard to miss me and with a big shiny cane yeah an like, extra long they had to yeah order for you it's your fault if yeah. you walk into me at that point because you you probably have a problem too if you didn't spot me yeah well maybe this could be like a public service thing you could just walk around and see who runs into you and say hey go to this doctor you might have this disease yeah. <laughs> hand of cards um just a thought <laughs> <laughs> part of what i wanted to talk about with that is sort of that sense of um once you kind of develop the cane uh or start using a cane uh at least i don't i'm trying to figure out if i'm sort of like getting spoiled or not what do you mean? Like in the sense that like now when people don't move, I'm just like, what is wrong with you, dude? Wait, when you have the cane or when you don't? When I do. Okay. Um, You know, like when when somebody like is blocking me or something like that in a certain way that I could get around them, but they're clearly making it harder. Are they looking at you? Yeah. In the face? Yeah. I had a lady bag into me. Um, like she turned, she backed into me and then she was kind of aware and then like hit into me again. And like on one hand, were you playing bumper cars? What no. was happening? No, she just like, she was going to get in the subway and then she didn't. And then she just, oh, you okay. know, whatever. Um, and the, you know, there's a part of me that's like, well, like, am I getting like, am I over like over expecting stuff from people because i'm not that far along although i mean i guess technically i am you know like it like you know i, I said I, i'm on an rp list and one of the things that i realized is that i'm a lot blinder than a lot of people on the list uh which kind of screwed with my head because i was like oh you know uh i'm sure if you're on a list you're you're way farther along than i am uh no you're not um and i guess they would say well if you have a podcast about it then you're probably <laughs> well, pretty far along. <laughs> yes, that would be... Um, uh, but <laughs> but it's new to me. A sign. Because I've only known for a little while. Also, you like doing podcasts. Yes, I do. We have the equipment on the yeah, table yeah, already. Um, so, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I'm trying to figure out if, like, I'm now I'm getting... I don't know if lazy is the right word, because I'm still traveling the same or whatever. But there's a sense of, like, you should just immediately get out of my way. Well, I Even think- though I could get around them. I have functioned like that for many times before, but now when somebody doesn't get out of my way, I'm just like, dude, Kane, move. No, I think that they should move. I, if they are standing there and they really don't see you, I fine, go around them. I mean, if, if you can. Yeah. But the thing is, you have that cane, and that means, dude, get out of the way or be prepared to get hit. Because right, I need this it? to... I yes. Guess. No, you're not going around like slapping the cane at people like you're not in my way and then using it like a whip. I mean, you're not doing that. But if if they don't move for you, they aren't going to move for another person who's completely blind, completely that, dark. And that's wrong. That's It's true. all wrong. They don't know your level of sight. I'm not and saying... it doesn't matter what their level of sight is. They need to be aware that you're coming with a cane and you have that cane for a reason. Right, I'm not saying that that's not true, but I'm not... Like my I, the reason I, I have the cane isn't to be a blind person vigilante. Like it's I not, know I know that you know it's it's. I'm to, not saying hit him with the cane. To avoid walking into things, so sometimes like 
if a person is making my life a little bit harder. Intentionally, it seems, because they're looking at you and they're not doing anything. Yeah. Then, I mean, again, that's one of the things where I do get upset when it's like, like, you think I can't see you cutting me off right now. That's why you're doing that. But I totally can. I'm <laughs> totally aware of the fact that you just cut me off. Um, and I want to like, I do want to hit them with a cane. Because especially yeah. the one that I have, has got uh, the, the big white ball at the end. Yeah, you could do some damage. Yeah, which is comically large. Uh, well, it's getting smaller now, but. Yeah, now that I've worn it down a little bit. <laughs> from hitting all those people. Yeah, but uh, for anybody who's new to the cane, uh, usually when you get it, there's the little marshmallow tip that kind of rolls. Yeah. Or the just a pointer tip, which don't ever use. Except um, if you're inside. If you're inside, yeah. But um, so the marshmallow tip thing, uh, for the, a person who lives in the city, uh, I got sick of real quick because it catches in the sidewalk all the time. The, so, the cracks, the segments in the sidewalk. Right. Yeah. Um, so I got the, the big ball one, uh, figuring that it would just go over the cracks, which it does, but it's also the size of a tennis ball. It's, <laughs> it's really big. Yeah. Also, Maybe, you can't see that? Come on, people. Right. Or maybe they're just they're just mesmerized by the giant blue white ball you have at the end <laughs> of your game. Yeah, and and, the, and the, it's like a deer caught in headlights. So maybe it is your fault. Well, that, I mean, the the Done, other they they this. offer that one with a bright red light that also flashes while you're walking <laughs> to really let people know that you're coming. But I did I don't want that in my life. I don't. No, not yet. No, I don't. Ever. I don't want to be like a like a cop a car. Beacon. Yeah. <laughs> We can, we can also put in one of those little like siren sounds yeah i don't and like as you roll it it powers the noise like those crank things yeah, no you know, no no i don't okay especially at night i get home at late at night and then i wake up the whole neighborhood well just get home already jerk <laughs> i'm sure you can turn it off it'll be a switch but yeah no i like especially in the city because uh again if you'd listen to the second episode of this podcast you would know that I was kind of bright and cheery about the cane to a degree because it what? does. No, not at the, by the end, not uh, bright and cheery, but I was like, I it, know. it makes a difference in that it made me feel better about people because people were getting out of the oh, way okay. because it was there. Got it. Um, and then that was before the snow hit. Uh, oh, well. And then the snow came and I discovered that really, uh, those people were only as nice as the weather conditions. <laughs> and that once the sidewalk got narrowed, I could go screw myself. Uh, because a lot of people would just be like, oh, it's, we're going single file now? Well, guess who's not going? The blind guy. Um, which, I, again, I did not understand. Because how do you know that I can see you? Well, I wonder, too, and I don't know if I said it this time, but maybe they were just concentrating on where their feet were being placed and they didn't see you. They have full range of vision. They can see me. I'm big. I'm 6'3". Well, some those puddles are big. That's true. That form, especially lately with the rain and the snow and then the snowy rain and then the hell and then the snow and then the sleet and yeah. then the rain and then the snow. <laughs> it was kind of that pattern. Which, which, that was one of the upsides of the cane also that I discovered is that you can use it to determine how deep a hole is. <laughs> That's good, see? Uh, so it's you, got many uses. Yeah, so like when there's, a, when there's a big puddle, you can be like, oh, okay, that's like three inches deep. Do not go through the three inch deep puddle uh for those who don't live in new york city puddles get really deep on the corners which is crazy yeah they're uh, nowhere else except where people have to walk <laughs> it's, yeah it's very upsetting. it doesn't make any sense like how did you get there uh, so yeah no i yeah. just i don't want to get like because uh, i remember my uh my therapist had told me a story about uh he works with veterans 
uh, and I guess it's okay for me to talk about this. Um, so I'm gonna. Okay. Um, it's your it's your session. He didn't tell you anything he, that you couldn't repeat. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, he's breaking rules and should be arrested. So he'd worked with a veteran, and I don't mean that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. He's, he's, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, he'd, he'd been working with a veteran who had um, been you know hurt in the war and had issues with his legs and stuff like that um and everybody kept saying hey get a walker dude like it'll make walking around so much easier for you he's like i'm not getting a walker and they're like dude get a walker uh and he's like no because the minute i get a walker for the hard times i'm gonna start using it all the time and then i'm a walker person and then the next step is going to be that much easier for me to like progress down so if I fight the walker, then I'm never going to deal with all that other stuff. Okay. Um, and that was the fear with part of the fear with the cane was that like once I start getting a little bit dependent on the cane for really dark situations, all of a sudden I'm going to be using it all the time. Um, and I am, you know, and now I am using it all the time. And now I'm getting to the point where when people don't, when situations where I could easily deal with it, but people don't make it easier for me. Like, okay, I was going. To, I, I went to the deli the other day, and um, as I was going to leave the deli, it was a. There was the door to the deli swings towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody was coming into the deli as I was going out, and I had both hands full, one with a cane, one with a, uh, the food that I had bought. Uh, so the guy, rather than walking in, holding the door and letting me go through, opened it just enough to for him to get through and then just walk right by me. What? And he saw me. We made eye contact. Um, and he just decided, like, screw you. Um, which, I couldn't tell if I was mad as a blind person. Or a person. Or a person. Like, and... I don't mean that a person... You know what I mean. Yeah. Any, uh, any person that's rude yeah i i, I guess I, i'm just trying to figure out like what where that level is you know of well, like he's an extra douche yeah he, no he is <laughs> sorry um i get excited sometimes. no i just don't want to become lazy i just don't want to become a person who's like take care of me but at the same time i kind of want to be a person who's like take care of me society you know because that was part of what excited me about the cane when i started using it was that people were nicer and then when I see people who aren't nicer, that makes me be like, no, but you, society's supposed to be good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It just disappointed me to, to see how many people weren't like that. And well, disappointed me in myself that I was so conscious of it. That like all of a sudden I'm special now. You're always special. Well, thank you. But, but I, you know I, what I mean. I do. And I think that... I don't think you're actually looking for people to you know, put their arms together with each other and carry you chariot style through the streets. I think you just want someone to say, hey, this guy has a little bit harder time navigating than I do. Why don't I step two inches to the right and let him pass? Why don't I hold the door like I should for any other human being on the earth? It's You're not asking for a lot, I don't think, unless you are, and I'm, I don't know you at all, but... <laughs> But I, I think you're just ask, asking for common courtesy. And yeah, maybe somebody mo- moves a couple inches for you, but you're not asking them to go far out of their way. You need a little bit extra help so that you can pass safely and get to wherever you're going. 
Yeah, I know. But I mean, sometimes it feels like a lie. Like when somebody offers me their seat on the subway, um, I'll, sometimes I'll take it because I want to sit down. Well, then don't take the seat. <laughs> no. I feel guilty about it. But you know what I mean, though? It's like, no, I could still... You're blind, not crippled. Right. No offense. Um, but I still want the seat. And I guess like, <laughs> it's that thing of like, well, can I take the seat? Like they offered it to me, but... You know, am I going to become that guy who is just like, I can't clean myself. Come wipe me. No, you're not because I'm not doing it. Well, I mean, I mean, no, depends on the, not what if I burn my hands? Well, then we'll talk. But okay. until that happens, <laughs> you'll be taking care of your own paperwork, my, my friend. <laughs> Thank you for putting that nicely. <laughs> you're welcome. As I did not. Uh. So I, I think that if you're really concerned about that, then don't take the seat. Yeah. Because you are perfectly capable of standing. And it's super nice of that person to to offer. And you just say, thank you so much. I'm okay. And okay. that's where you can check yourself. If you don't actually need the seat, don't take it. Okay, but I, I, I might want it. Well, then you have to live with that choice. And be okay with it. Right, that's why I'm talking about it now. I know. I am <sighs> giving you my opinion. I want I want you to say that I can do all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I want, honestly. I think you do. I think you want <laughs> me to say it's all okay. And you should. You should, You know what? No, because I even... don't think it's okay. Because I don't. There. It, it just depends on how strong I am at the moment. You know. Yeah. Uh, there are certain times where I feel better about everything, and there are certain times where I want the world to be this wonderful place that's going to take care of me. You know, and I think that's maybe what it is. It's that there are certain times when I'm feeling weaker. When I'm feeling more scared that when somebody doesn't get out of the way, when somebody doesn't do something that, you know, that you should just as a human being to begin with, mm-hmm. then I start worrying about how it's going to be, you know, well, I guess it gets worse. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. I think, I think anybody worries about the world and how, how they're going to be treated in it. Mm. And if they have kids, how their kids are going to be treated. I mean, that's one of my fears for even having kids, not to go on this <laughs> tangent, but is that what is this world coming to? Do I want to bring a kid into this world? So you have to go out into that world right now and you're hoping for the best. Yeah. So I, does that make sense? It does. Okay. All right. So I, do you- I don't think that's, I think that's normal. Okay. It's just that it, it it's so much more acute for you because you, you actually sometimes need people to be the way that they're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and I've, I've always had issues with sort of asking for help or trying to be more needy. Mm-hmm. And then now I kind of have to be. Right. Yeah, you fought with yourself for a long time over that. Yeah. All right, so to get into our, our third topic, if you want to even call it that, uh, if you'd listened to the previous episode uh, about doctors, uh, that particular episode sort of had more meaning than it did when I was talking about it. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, during the time that that episode was recorded, uh, we were waiting on tests back for me. Uh, but I had had blood tests, uh, and basically uh, I had had a blood test, and they said that I was positive for something called mixed connective tissue disease, and which basically is lupus, scleroderma, and something else all combined into one, uh, which essentially can kill you. Uh, fortunately, we have 
since, you know, had another blood test, discovered that the first one was a false positive and everything is okay. Phew. Yeah. Um, but, so if you know that information, then go back and listen to the previous episode. Um, there's a lot more meaning behind <laughs> some of the stuff that I was saying than just how it relates to my vision. Uh, and I bring that up uh, because I was thinking about it the other day. And I was thinking about how uh, I was like, I couldn't, I'm so relieved. I couldn't imagine a doctor coming to me and saying, hey, you have this thing. It's going to only progressively get worse. And then, you know, you're going to have to live with it. And then I was like, that happened to me, you know, like, not that I'm going to die, but I don't know. Like, I just... There's that moment when some when you get a bad diagnosis from something or whatever that even though intellectually you're aware of it, it feels like it's happening to somebody else. You know, like it feels like it's not... You don't identify with it. You know, like, as weird as this sounds, ignoring the whole RP thing for a moment. Like, I don't even think of myself as a person with glasses. And most of my life, I've had glasses. When I'm thinking about me as a person with glasses, while I'm wearing glasses, I don't think of me as a person with glasses. I just think of myself as neutral person. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> because I don't see me. Like, I know what's going on in my brain. I know what's different about me when I'm thinking about something or how I solve a problem or something like that. But I don't ever think of me as in that kind of way. And I don't know, there was this week, this week, there was this moment of terror, I guess is the best way I can describe it. It just sort of realizing that that person said that to me, you know, that I do have something incurable and it's gonna get worse. And you know, clearly, I mean, I know that. I started a podcast about it, but I don't know that really. You know, I don't know how to describe it, but. Are you saying you don't feel like the person that's been given a, a diagnosis? Yeah. You know, like it. Because it maybe because it's not fatal. Yeah. But I'm, but what I mean is. No, like, I mean, I'm, that's why I'm saying maybe yeah. it hasn't. But I don't know if I would then. Like, I don't There's something about my brain that's blocking it. That, like, okay. as much as I'm tortured by the fact that, it, you know, I'm a legally blind person, I don't want to think of myself as a legally blind person. I don't think of myself that way until I'm forced to, mm-hmm. you know. And unfortunately with RP, you're forced to a lot because your eyes are usually open and you're <laughs> looking at things, uh, yeah. which for me is the beauty of watching TV, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that in, or going on the computer is that during that time, I'm like everybody else. Right. You know? I don't know it. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to come to terms with anything. I'm like everyone else. But if I all of a sudden have to start moving around and going to do stuff, um, becomes more I become more aware of it. You know? Yeah. Uh yeah, and this week I there's something about like just thinking about actually getting Getting that diagnosis to mess with my head. And I I don't know that there's a lot to talk about it. I guess I just wanted to mention it. Uh, because 
you know, as I think I've said down here before, there you can't ever let it all in at the same time. So every once in a while, you just sort of pull back the curtain a tiny bit, and you know, and like look at what what's ahead of you, um, and you get those moments of sheer terror. You know, mm-hmm. you couldn't do it all the time, but th- something about you know just thinking just thinking about a diagnosis. It's it's a doctor coming into a room and telling you, "Hey, you have this thing." Good luck. Go get them. Like, I can't help you. I got nothing for you. Like, this is just going to ravage you. And it sucks. And that that does suck. <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, it's... I don't know. It felt very hopeless. I guess. Wait, the one for the connected tissue or? No, the the diagnosis for RP. Like thinking about that for a moment. Like, and I thought I would feel better about everything when I found out that I didn't have the mixed connective tissue thing. You know, I thought, I was like, okay, that puts it all into perspective. You know, I could have had this thing where I was dying and I don't. So, yay. Uh, And... You know, yay. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that Big I yay. don't. Like Big the yay. three exclamation points. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't feel as good as I had hoped, I guess. You know? It didn't put it into perspective as, you, the way I thought it was going to. Right. You know, The way it sounds like you were hoping. Yeah. Uh, because that would imply that this was okay, and it's not. It's just not as bad as dying. Dying is way worse. Yes. But I'm still not going to be relieved that I only have RP. Because I shouldn't have RP. Nobody should have RP. It's a stupid genetic disease that nobody should have. And there's no reason for. And they should be able to give you a friggin' pill and make it all (laughs) alright. You know? Uh, And I'm sure that it's going to be something where in 40 years, they'll just give you a... Nobody will have RP. You know? Let's give you a stupid oh. pill or you'll get a shot when you're three and everything's great. Right. But, you know, I'm not that person. Uh, I'm happy you're going to live. But yeah, no, me too. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, you're my dude. You know, and I just, I, I mean, I guess I just bring it up so that, to talk about that for you know, whomever else is having that that moment of terror, that periodically it just it it's a fifteen second thought. Yeah. That can bring you to your knees. Yes. You know? Um that you that didn't happen to somebody else. It's not a movie and it's not theoretically gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, your vision's gonna get worse. It just is. And I, you know, I don't know. I don't really know what else I want to say about it. Well, no, you had to, it was on your mind. You need to talk about it. And I, <clears throat> I, I do not mean to belittle RP, but I have to say I took the potential uh, dying thing a lot harder. That was cool with RP. I, mean, I was <laughs> the strong one. No, you know what I mean. I wasn't yeah. like, yay, this is cool for Dustin to have. Yay, RP. 
I know, but when you told me about the diag- the other diagnosis, I lost my mind. I I was not strong and I fell to pieces. So in my mind, which is completely different than yours because you're the one that has to live with RP every day, I am happy. I am so happy and relieved that you only have RP. Thank you. Yeah, I, there's no way that that you're going to... I can't make you see it the way I do, and you can't make me see it the way you do. I understand. Yeah. As far as I can. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I guess it's just that, like... It, it was just that moment of realizing where I was. Right. <clears throat> you know? Right. I'm glad that I wasn't dying. Yes, but then you were still stuck with this other crap. Yeah. Because both of them felt like they were so hopeless. You know, and when I found out I didn't have the thing that was going to kill me, um, there was definitely more hope there. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I don't know. I guess it was just that that juxtaposition or whatever of thinking to myself, like, I couldn't imagine a situation where... It was hopeless. Oh, no, wait. I'm knee deep in one. You know? Um, there is nothing for this. And maybe there will be. But I don't know. Well, we can hope. Yeah. They're doing studies. Yep. I'm just going to keep hoping. So anyway, um, that's our our show for today. On yeah. that happy note. Yeah. Um, no, and I'm much better now. Oh, good. You know, uh, <laughs> I hope I didn't make it worse for you. No, you didn't. Okay. You didn't. It was just part of the roller coaster, you know, and I figured that's why we're here to talk about that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So I should share it because, you know, probably since we started doing this podcast, that was the most crippled that I had felt, you know, yeah. uh, and I thought I should open up about it and I did. So I'm here glad we are. you did. Uh, so anyway, um, thank you again to everybody who has sent us emails, uh, We've gotten a lot of positive words from people. And a lot of people just reaching out saying they were going through similar things. Uh, I get an email from somebody who had gone to the exact same uh, eye doctor I had and oh, wow. had uh, the exact same experience. Really? Yes. Dr. Nissen or Dr. Dr. Noble? Noble. Okay. So uh, that was awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it, you know, keep them coming. And, you know, again, if somebody has any way better way to explain what you can see than, than I do, I'd love to hear it. Uh, or anything okay. else. Um, it's just good reaching out and hearing from other people. So, uh, anyway, we'll talk to you again soon. And uh, thanks for listening.